Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Tuesday morning. I appreciate you all for joining me for this morning's devotions. Hope you all are doing well and uh, hope that you all have a wonderful and blessed day today. Uh, let's see what we got watching this morning. Uh, let's see, we got Tracy Little, Jennifer Honeycutt, Karen Smith, Amy Oaks Turner, Randy Boyd Young, and so I appreciate all you wonderful ladies for joining me this morning. All right, my friends, let's go ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag, to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, and will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All right, praise the Lord. We get to have the freedom to say these wonderful verses each and every morning. Good morning, Donna Taylor. Appreciate you tuning in, young lady. But, uh, uh, you know, I know I usually do my Mad Matt's uh, news and comment, but until I get better, I want to uh, forego that for a little while, and uh, we're just going to hit to the to the heart of the uh, the devotion, if that's okay, and uh, uh, if you don't mind, and hopefully you understand as to why. All right, let's look at our verse of discussion this morning. 1 Corinthians 15, 42-44 So it is with the resurrection of the dead, sown in corruption, raised in incorruption, sown in dishonor, raised in glory, sown in weakness, raised in power, sown a natural body, raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. Again, that's 1 Corinthians 15, 42-44. You know, I have uh, done uh, many funerals, and um, the very first funeral I ever done was a funeral home over in Gray, and uh, it was with uh, Gene Lasley, uh, who uh, he, he preached at uh, Buffalo Ridge Baptist Church here in Gray. And uh, ironically, it was his last funeral. He was retiring. And uh, I, uh, I'll never forget, I got kind of tickled at him. He said, uh, he said, they call me Dr. Lasley. He said, they just gave me that title. He said, uh, he said, now you earned yours, didn't you? I said, yes, sir. I said, I've four earned degrees and uh, earned doctorate. And uh, he, he got kind of tickled, you know. But uh, some people, they are... Uh, uh, given the title, and uh, others have to earn it the hard way. But anyway, just uh, uh, but that's really not relevant to even really what I'm talking about this morning. But the point is, uh, when uh, the funerals I've done, uh, you know, it's it's tough when uh, the person lying there, and you ask the, the family member, uh, was this person saved? And they look at me and say, I don't know, and uh, buddy, that's hard, that is a very tough way to, to start a funeral, and uh, usually what I do is just try to go over the plan of salvation, and uh, and you don't know, 
uh, in the last moments of somebody's life, uh, they did give their life to the Lord, uh, and so we can't uh, make that judgment call uh, one way or the other. But uh, one thing I don't like to do uh, is I, I hate it uh, worse than anything is uh, when somebody asks me to do a funeral and they have two or three, or another pastor or two or three other pastors, I hate that. You know, there's there's, there's no point in it. Uh, you know, it is uh, uh, usually it's like, a, I hate to say it and not to be crude, but it's almost, I've seen it almost like a peeing contest, you know. So who can outshine the other? That's why I hate it. And uh, I remember one of the uh, funerals I'd done over Jonesboro here not too long ago. This guy got up there and he preached this long, dramatic message. And then he looked at me and said, Now to you, Pastor Young. And I was like, Whatever, man. I just, you know, when I do a funeral, I do 15, 20 minutes tops. People are sad. They're upset. They don't need some big, long winded uh, uh, message, you know. But some pastors, uh, in their effort to want to comfort, uh, those who are mourning uh, can say some really erroneous stuff. I mean, they can say things that makes it sound like a pagan is in heaven. You know, if you're good, you're in heaven. It's just insanity. You know, it, you, the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ alone. Uh, that is the only way that uh, you're going to make it into heaven. It, it's not by, it's just like I was talking about Wednesday evening, to try to say your good works is going to get you into heaven is like trying to put frosting over a molded cake it, it, it's you know it doesn't work it's disgusting it's filthy you're, you're that's what your good works are but filthy rags uh in the sight of god uh so you're, you know you can't uh, even the pope one time uh, a child said is my daddy in heaven and he said was he a good man and the little boy said yes so he's in heaven i thought man this is such erroneous baloney man uh, you, you know, uh, what he should have said was, uh, well, you know, uh, maybe try to sidetrack it and try to comfort the little boy the best that he could and not make such an erroneous statement. Uh, he should have said something like, well, if you know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, then yes, you'll be in heaven. You know, you said it like that. I mean, you know, there's other ways to, to have approached it. But this is what happens when you uh, water down the gospel and you're worried about offending. But for those who are saved, remember that when... You die, God's word says, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. It is immediate. You, you, there's no no black void. There's no floating around and, and looking at uh, family members or, um, you know, or in my case, if that was an opportunity for me to do that, then I would torment my wife, mother-in-law, and anybody else I could. <laughs> so, but now you're automatically in the presence of the Lord. And if you're not saved, then you're going to spend an eternity in hell. That just the, the, the long and short of it. You know, you have a choice between heaven or hell. But one thing that uh, I know a lot of people have uh, questions about or, or don't have a, an understanding, rather, is uh, uh, the resurrection of the dead. And what it is, is just really you not know, to get into a big theological, uh, in-depth discussion about it, but basically we are, our bodies be reunited with our spirit, we'll have new regenerated bodies, thank God I don't have this big fat belly anymore, 
<laughs> might actually have a six pack who knows but uh, I have uh, we have new bodies uh, when that's resurrected uh, and so uh, uh, it's, it's you know a lot of people have problems with uh, cremation or something like that there's, there's nothing unbiblical in fact I said I want to be cremated you know it doesn't matter the body's going to be regenerated uh, you know and uh, so that, you know that's one thing that we uh, can look forward to at the rapture and the second coming uh, is that uh, depending where you stand on eschatology and uh, last day events, uh, you know, there's debates in regards uh, uh, people want to confuse the rapture and the second coming. But we'll have new glorified bodies. But, uh, you know, it's one thing as Christians, we have that to look forward to, to know that we get to spend an eternity in heaven. Death is not something, as a Christian, to dread. Death is not something to fear. And when you have to experience that with a close loved one, uh, you know, it's still sad. It's still hard. Uh, there's no, uh, you know, I think a lot of Christians have pseudo-guilt. Uh, they think that, well, uh, the, I know where this person's at. I shouldn't be sad. You know, that's ridiculous. Even Jesus wept. He knew he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead. Nothing wrong to cry, there's nothing wrong to be upset, there's nothing wrong to miss that person. But the sin is where, if that's all you're obsessing on, if that's all you're focusing on, then that's where the problem's at. But, uh, and, you know, there's a time for mourning and grieving. But there's some people out there who uh, uh, may not, uh, hello, uh, Carolyn Kelly, Terry Hudson. But there are some people out there that uh, that's all they obsess about. But, you know, we shouldn't fear it. And we should, you know, in understanding death, uh, that's what my, um, one of my master's degrees uh, in Christian counseling, that was what my focus on was grief counseling. And, uh, you know, and I've told people, allow yourself uh, maybe an hour a day just to grieve. Don't set a time limit on, uh, on your grief. But, uh, uh, but understand that when you know somebody is saved, they just have a different zip code. You know where they're at. They, you know you'll see them again. And it's a wonderful thing that you can have that, that peace in the midst of dealing with such tragedy and loss. And uh, it's not easy. And again, I think some people try to minimize, especially some uh, insensitive pastors I've seen. I've seen them at funerals. Well, brother, you know where they're at, brother. You, 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 well, you know, they just go on. It's just like, dude, shut up, man. You know, I mean, here this person is grieving. You're coming in here like, you know, loud and proud and sound like a nut, you know. It just makes me angry. It really does. There, there's no sensitivity. There's no sympathy. There's no empathy. Uh, and their words are hollow. And it really makes me angry. But one thing we have to, like I said, we have to look forward to for those who are saved is that we have that promise to be joint heirs to the throne with Jesus Christ. So praise God for that. We have that to look forward to. And for those who aren't saved, then we need to try to get through to them, talk to them about Jesus Christ. But remember, you can't force someone to be saved. All you can do is present your case. All you can do is express to them what Jesus done in your life and then cover them in prayer. That's all you can do. And then that's between them and God after that point. But nobody will ever be able to stand before God and say, nobody ever tried to tell me. But, um, you know, as we get older, we realize our time is running out. We realize how short life is. And uh, sometimes we may 
ponder on death maybe a little more than we used to when we were younger. But nonetheless, whatever time we have on this earth, we have a job. We have a responsibility to share the gospel with all those around us. And whether it's the rapture, whether it's our natural death, uh, whatever it may be, don't meet it with fear, but understand where you're going to be, that you get to be in the presence of God. And that should give you comfort and hope and peace. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us every day to pursue, pursue you. Help us to put you first. Help us not to be fearful of anything. For you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Help us, Lord Jesus, to greet the rapture with great anticipation. Help us to understand that death is nothing to fear. And that, uh, that you are with us no matter where we go or what we do. We're never alone. Lord, is anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God to protect us. Be with our children as are going out and coming in. Keep them safe and well as they're going to school, work, or play. Lord, be with us. Let us be a light in this world of darkness. Be with all those who are offering up prayer requests and concerns. And pray that your will be done in those situations. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Guys, I'm sorry that I'm still sick and trying to get over this mess. I apologize. Hopefully I'll get to feeling better very soon. I hope everybody has a great day today. A blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last. Because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.